0: Welcome to the Daily Standard Podcast. I'm Eric Felton. I'm joined by Weekly Standard senior writer Tony Messia, who has found that Congress has finally found some people even less popular than Congress. How'd they do that, Tony?
1: Well, it didn't take a lot of looking, uh, Eric. Uh, We were just uh, seeing the last couple days on Capitol Hill. Uh, You're right, they have found someone even less popular than Congress, if that's really possible. And the answer is business executives.
0: Business and and in particular, uh, recently former Equifax CEO Richard Smith. Tell tell us why he was on the Hill.
1: Well, sure. There are a couple of them. A couple uh, CEOs they've had up there the couple uh, the, you know, the last couple of days. Um, one of them, as you mentioned, the former CEO of Equifax. Now, Equifax that might not be a name that is familiar to all of our listeners, as well-informed as they are, but Equifax is one of the three credit reporting agencies that when you go to apply for a credit card, auto loan, mortgage, they have all this financial information on you, and they're able to say, here's whether the loan should be approved. Uh, Equifax, like a lot of other companies, has had problems uh, securing its data. They had a a hack into their system, uh, started around last March, went through July, they disclosed it in September, and you know it, it was a, a, a hack that um, that exposed the financial information of about 145 million uh, uh, consumers, myself included. I'm on that list. A lot of people are on that list, and so Congress said, "Haul um, the." They wanted someone from the company to come up there to sort of explain it, to kind of bow down and uh, grovel in front of them, and to be a, uh, a nice punching bag for get a, um, get a spank yeah, for him. their outrage. Uh, that's right. Yeah, just hold them up there. You know, um, you know, Mike looked into all of the all aspects of the, the company's business. That how could you. Be so foolish to um, you know to allow these hackers uh, into your systems, and why didn't you disclose it sooner? And why didn't why aren't you making things right the way we think uh, it should be made right? And so um, and yes, what so they, what they, they percentage
0: they what percentage of the congressional questions from the dais were were actually questions were actually meant to elicit information, and how much of it was. I know. I know. It's hard to believe that this happens, but grandstanding.
1: I was going to say grandstand. You wouldn't expect uh, members of Congress to grandstand, would you? Right in front of, you know, given the opportunity with the cameras rolling. With uh, reporters in the room, you wouldn't you wouldn't think that they would be making speeches and uh, expounding harsh criticism against uh, somebody like that, would you? Actually, yes, as you as you suggest, there was a bunch of that, a bunch of speech making. There was there were of course some questions with a lot of outrage, and there rightly is some public outrage, um, you know, about how this is allowed to happen. Well, just imagine
0: um, how perfect how perfect a target. For Outrage, the CEO, former CEO of Equifax is, here you have a company, Equifax, that nobody actually chooses to do business with, but they collect information on you and determine whether you get a mortgage or a car loan. You know, in other words, these are people who, even though they are part of a system that provides all sorts of credit to everyone, they're sort of, to the average consumer, a shadowy outfit that tells you, no, you can't have a car.
1: Well right I know as nobody signs up with them although I you know you could make the argument that you are you allow them to exist by giving your financial information when you say apply for a, a car loan but yes I mean this is a largely unknown business that can be portrayed correctly as having a bunch of your personal financial information and then to for them to leak it out to hackers. I mean, you can just imagine, uh, you know, the, the outrage that that results. And, and there is a lot of legitimate outrage. It's just a question of who is actually doing the questioning here. Is our members of Congress um, so above reproach and so um, adept and so knowledgeable at cybersecurity um, and um, and have no no sorts of skeletons in their closet related to problems uh, of uh, hackers. Uh, are, are they the ones to be doing the questioning, to be um, summoning executives before them for uh, ritual uh, verbal beatdowns? downs?
0: Are, are you saying that the the guys in the bully's pulpit sh- aren't aren't really the shouldn't be throwing the first stone?
1: Um, yeah, sure. There are any number of metaphors you could. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you live in the glass house, you shouldn't throw stones. Uh, I, that's the one that comes to mind. And, um, if you want to mix that and say, uh, those in the bully pulpit shouldn't throw stones, I, I'd be okay with that. I mean, I just think that there are a lot, there are a lot of pressing issues that Congress could be dealing with. Um, uh, and there are some serious issues that come out of this and there are legitimate questions about what kind of, uh, privacy uh, should we have? How much should these corporations have our information? What sort of information is actually needed for credit card companies and others to make assessments? I mean, those are all legitimate questions, but there wasn't a lot of legitimate questioning. It was more Hey, listen. We found somebody who um, who we can make a villain, and so let's let's have them come to Washington, and we can right. pretend as though we are uh, that person's uh, overlord. You know that that they should report to us, and so it's this is another example, sort of, of Washington placing itself at the center of the action and and making people come to them, and you know, as though. They were the ones in charge, as though they were the board of directors of this company. When in fact, obviously, Equifax has its own board of directors. It has its own customers. I mean, it's responsible to those people. It's responsible to regulators, right? And Congress Congress
0: might be giving oversight of the regulators, which would be an appropriate thing for Congress to do.
1: Exactly. I mean, that's part of Congress's job is oversight of the executive branch. It's not oversight of the business community. And uh, I mean, it just. But, and this isn't the first time that business executives have come before Congress and it won't be the last. And, uh, you know, we, we saw this during the financial crisis where you had you know bank CEOs up there receiving a tongue lashing. I mean, this is this is fairly, uh, fairly common for this to happen. But again, it's just a it's just a matter of is this the right thing for Congress to be doing, to um, uh, to be. Um, you know, suggesting uh, how companies should do, be able to do things better. Very few members of Congress actually have um, any kind of business background, any kind of background with large companies. So for them to be sort of weighing in on every last uh, aspect of the business, as far as its uh, executive pay, um, how it treats its, its customers, uh, how it secures its data, you know this these are proper questions really for equifax's uh, regulators and really uh, not so much for the company
0: tony messia senior writer at the weekly standard thanks for joining us on the daily standard podcast all right thank you support for the daily standard podcast comes from away travel a company based on the principle that your luggage shouldn't cost more than your plane ticket Away Travel uses high-quality materials while offering a much lower price compared to other brands by cutting out the middleman and selling directly to you. Choose from a variety of colors and four sizes. This is pretty straightforward. There's the carry-on, the bigger carry-on, the medium, and the large. My favorite feature, though, is the built-in backup battery that comes in both sizes of the carry-on. It lets you charge cell phones, tablets, e-readers, or anything else that's powered by a USB cord. Away travel bags come with a lifetime warranty. If anything breaks, they'll fix or replace it for you for life. The luggage also comes with a 100-day live trial. If at any point during the 100 days you decide it's not for you, return it for a full refund, no questions asked. For $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash standard20 and use the promo code standard20 during checkout. That's it for today's Daily Standard podcast. I'm Eric Felton. Catch you next time.